Welcome to Horror Durves, the horror movie podcast where we serve up reviews and brews with dudes. My name is Cal, and with me as always is my buddy Eric. Hey. And today we are going to do a little bit different. We are going to just do a short review of the new Hellraiser 2022 film. A mini-sode, if you will. Exactly. The reason we're doing this is because we just covered all of the Hellraisers, which you should know, dedicated fan. <laughs> and Have you suffered with us? <laughs> and now that we've gone through that marathon, we are finally able to watch the new one and appreciate it for all its glory. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what we're doing now. Hooray. A little bit of context. Hellraiser 2022 is a remake. No, not even a remake. It's a reboot of the series. So... It is yeah. not in the... I'd say a reboot. Yeah, it's a reboot. It's not in the continuity of the last 10 movies we watched. Um, mm-hmm. It was directed by David Bruckner. Who's got great movies under his belt already. He's a pretty good director, so I quite appreciate mm-hmm. him. Yeah, this was like a weird rights thing, but that they finally got sorted out, and then this one was released only on Hulu. So this is not a mm-hmm. theatrical release, and it, it was a bitch to see in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So I'm hoping it will be released like elsewhere. Like Hulu's owned by Disney, I'm pretty sure. So why is it not on Disney Plus in Canada? Mm-hmm. So that's the context. <laughs> this is a reboot. We're starting fresh. Hopefully bringing in new Hellraiser fans. Eric, hit me with your spoiler-free thoughts of what you thought of the new Hellraiser movie. It was fine. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, from uh, everything that we've watched so far, this is like a vast improvement. I really enjoy that the uh, costumes aren't like leather, but more just like their skin. Yeah, the look of this movie is very much different from some of the other ones. Or pretty much all of the other ones. They went in a new direction while still sticking with the basics. Exactly, yeah. So like it actually looks painful. Mm -hmm. what they're all going through so like it it feels a little more visceral for me there are some shots of like um some visual effects shots that look pretty good yeah um and some practical shots that were that looked amazing that were just shot in reverse but still they look awesome Mm -hmm. but yeah it's uh i the characters were shitty people but you know that's would you would it really be a good person dealing with the box so it's like i that kind of that complaint that i've heard from people of like these characters are just awful awful people and it's like they're not (laughs) yeah that's the point (laughs) these bad things are going to happen to bad people it's it's like the saw movies like you need a protagonist that you don't care what happens to them either way or that you you know that they've got this bad past so that they're going to make bad decisions to actually go into this world in the first place Mm-hmm. One thing I did appreciate too was uh, how uh, Pinhead or it's not they're not called Pinhead the Hell Priest the Hell Priest yeah it's just the Hell Priest they're not really like the leader of anything they're kind of just part of this group all the other demons here just kind of like do their own thing yeah the Hell Priest is just kind of the one that's been assigned to talk that's that yes. seems to be about yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, they were there. To, they talked because that's they were there. That's it. So mm-hmm. um, I also appreciated that um, they had a more androgynous look to them. Like it's not entirely clear that they're female or male. Because like <laughs> I remember seeing some like fan art of it, and it's like, oh, it's a new female uh, 
pinhead and they all have the most gigantic boobs and it's like rule 43 buddy why it's always yeah, rule 43 rule f- <laughs> 34 is it oh whatever pretty sure <laughs> i don't know it's you can tell how into it i am <laughs> yeah i'm glad it's not it's it's more about pain and pleasure than it is about sexuality mm-hmm. so 100 percent. like it doesn't matter what kind of pleasure you want you know it, there's pain associated with it yeah i agree so yeah so yeah. overall it's it's fine yeah i had i had a similar similar feel for it i enjoyed this one i could sit through it um i i was not bored it is a bit too long coming in around yeah. that two hour mark this c- probably could have been a 90 minute movie because the first 40 ish minutes you know could have been condensed i know we're trying to get some character development and you know, mm-hmm. build, ratchet up the tension before it goes a little bit more bonkers at the end. But I did think it was a bit too long winded. Yeah. And then for just like pure enjoyment and lore building, this one has more lore than any other of the Hellraisers. So they really, maybe it's just because new audiences are dumb, but they just like laid it all out for <laughs> you. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was nice to learn all this new stuff about the box. Oh, yeah, like the lament configuration actually has a purpose. Yeah. and like The lament configuration is just a part of it. it there are their type of configurations. Only configuration. So we've been calling yeah. the box the lament configuration this whole time, and turns out that was just one. It's not even its final form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about more of that in the spoiler section. Yeah. And just kind of like classing it, I would say this is kind of like a – this is closer to the Hellbound Heart, like the – Hellbound Hellraiser 2 to me than it is to Hellraiser 1. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. super okay with that. I was I was glad in the direction that it took. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. So <laughs> comparing it to all of the other Hellraiser movies we just watched, I would say this is probably the, like the third best one. Yeah, top three for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's not a, a high bar. but It's um, not, but this one yeah. does do what it does very well and mm. as a reboot i like i just wish it does wasn't called hellraiser like i wish they had had like done the hellbound thing and called it like one other thing hellraiser or something okay. something like that to differentiate it because it just gets all these friggin' reboots and requels it starts Ugh, getting yeah. so annoying and hard to talk about them just like give yourself like anything to differentiate them but it's fine yeah just keep calling it hellraiser 2022 yeah like oh i saw halloween uh which one the there the is 70s there. one the rob zombie one or the new one the 2019 one it's like ah <laughs> obnoxious but it's fine messy so, yeah overall i'd, I'd say our our recommend recommendation is go see this if you can mm-hmm. it's if you it's a fun time if you're not super familiar with hellraiser you don't need to be um, while there yeah. are references everywhere, it doesn't necessarily require previous knowledge to enjoy this movie. However, mm-hmm. if you are a hardcore Hellraiser fan, then I think you will enjoy it more because you'll see little things, you'll see the tweaks that they've made, and I think you can appreciate yeah. the changes that are in there. Absolutely. So that's and there's some pretty uh, like ouchy parts. There's this movie is quite ouchy. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Like, it's not gory, or, or it's not, like, crazy gory or anything, but it's just like, ooh, that looks like it hurts. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk And that's, that. yeah. All right, so we'll that's, get that a, that's a recommendation. We're going to drop the spoiler warning now, so if you 
do want to watch this movie and not hear any spoilers about it, go do that now. Get out of here. We're going to just talk about the parts we like. So, like, first of all, let's just start with the ouchies. This, I (laughs) love the practical effects in this. Uh, Oh, my God, yeah. The chains looked so much better than they have in almost every other (sighs) configuration or, like, version that we've seen. Yeah. I like that the chains are when they're shooting out, they're really rigid, but then they, ha- they you could tell they're using actual practical chains to like string people mm-hmm. up and pull them, which I mm-hmm. thought was really cool when it came to just gore and you know, what we actually see in general. I did like that. A lot of it, while we still see some stuff and it's pretty gnarly, it's more about the effects of what it's doing to that person versus just the gore itself. So this is not exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like it's basically the opposite of revelations, which I also really liked. But revelations, or no, not what? revelations. Um, judgment. <laughs> Do you mean the worst one? Judgment. Just judgment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like there's purpose yeah, to it's, it. It's the opposite of that. So that was like show everything, make it visceral, mm-hmm. make it gross. Mm-hmm. This one is okay. So something horrific is going to happen. How do the characters react? So we follow our main protagonist um riley it's a lot yeah. of it is just seeing how the choices reflect on her and what like she's really a, the foil or like the, the the representative of the the audience for the, how the audience words. surrogate yeah exactly and no. um yeah like especially like her brother disappears and gets tortured and we don't even see it but it's how that affects her and his boyfriend and Mm-hmm. And it's like a slow reveal of all the horrific things mm-hmm. that they'll see eventually. Yeah. There's one scene where the, one of the girls, she gets stabbed with a configuration and she, she's in the car, but then the, the car kind of like elongates That's, and now she's stuck shot inside. That was so cool. I really loved that. That was amazing. That was so creative. Really, I really loved, loved that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how and they were going to do that because so like the tunnels, that we get in like Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2 were popping mm-hmm. up everywhere, which I thought mm-hmm. they did a really good job of like making them just kind of seemingly come out of nowhere, but like it didn't look like mm-hmm. shitty CG. It looked like a more practical effect. Yeah. But then it's like, how are they going to do it when they're in a moving vehicle and they found a way to make that van into a tunnel, which Absolutely. was awesome. Yeah. Cause like it's, it felt more like, they could do this at any time. They're just kind of playing games. Mm-hmm. They're doing this for the pleasure. Yeah. Cause it's fun for them. Yeah. And, then, and also that scene of her getting uh, chained up and then just kind of like stretched. You could feel that oh, stretching yeah. and it was, Oh, that was the most ouchy. Real ouchy bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, was talking about the Cenobites Their Their appearance is much different than it has been in the other movies. Well, we still get the mm-hmm. main head part of the, the hell priest. Mm-hmm. Um, we no longer have any leather. They're all basically nude. And then it yeah. looks like their skin has been cut away in pieces. So that instead of their costumes being cut up and then them having like weird wounds and stuff sticking out, they, mm-hmm. they are completely it's nude. All their skin. It's, yeah. It looks like their costumes are made out of their own skin, which is pretty wild. Yeah. I which, would have awesome. liked a few more looks at the Cenobites. We see a lot of the hell beast, mm, yeah. but we don't really see the other ones mm. like chatter. There's a lot of shadows. They're standing off in the distance. They're a lot more ominous presence than 
The only one mm-hmm. that we see up good and close is the one that gets stabbed, that, that gets trapped in the gate. Oh, yeah. And the, then the, yeah. They get up. The blind one. They get up close yeah. with that one. It was, that one was really cool because I was like, why is he blind and useless? And then he just like, when he actually goes Burst into out, action, yeah. he's like, oh, this is actually, yeah. this is actually terrifying. <laughs> good for them. Uh, I, I did yeah. appreciate that, that the, the Cenobites are just a menacing presence in the background. They're constantly mm-hmm. there. They're always around. And they're just pacing. And while they have such a menacing presence, they're not giving off immediate threats. But then you see them in action a few times. And they are quite scary. Mm-hmm. They, there's a presence to mm-hmm. them, for sure. I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed that they brought the Leviathan back into it. Because mm-hmm. we haven't seen the Leviathan for, like, since the second movie, I don't think. Mm-hmm. It's just not, and it was a great addition. It's just not mentioned. It was like, why would you not go back to that? So I was really glad that yeah. the Leviathan is a huge part of this because, you know, Pinhead is not the leader. It's not, he's not the, or she. Mm-hmm. This whole thing isn't because of Pinhead. Pinhead is just a pawn, mm-hmm. like a general in this exactly this yeah. god that they're all. they're they're a priest that's literally, literally yeah yes they're literally yeah. a priest for the for this giant leviathan god that they they all serve mm-hmm. so bringing it back to that uh character i really or creature or whatever mm-hmm. i i really enjoyed that part i enjoy how at the end we get to see how a cenobite is actually created yeah and that looked painful that looked incredible i I kind of thought that the creation of Cenobites would be like over eons or something. Uh-huh. Like I didn't think it would be like, Oh, five. It's just, yeah, you jump into this machine, you come out of Cenobite. It's just, I, I thought, you know, it would be a really slow, rigorous process. And I guess they can't really show us that. <laughs> yeah. It looks really cool. He's just surrounded by light guys slapped on that slab. And then his skin starts getting ripped to pieces. His eyes change. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked great. It looked very <laughs> gross at his yeah. skin. Also having that thing uh, come out of him and then heal itself mm-hmm. was awesome. Very cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a great practical effect. Yeah. That was all With some added cool, CG. So. But. Um, yes. And then I, I really loved the lore of the box, how it is. So the lament configuration actually just means the life configuration, which, so if you've chosen that one, it means that you were destined to be, remain immortal on the planet, like on earth and mm. deal with, I think they, they refer to it as mundane suffering. Yeah. Which I, I like so the like idea your of everyday so like, life. Yeah, we've we've had the lament configuration in all of these movies. The only time we've seen it change is to the Leviathan configuration. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought it was really interesting that they all of these people that we've seen, they're being tortured on Earth. And it's like, yeah, of course they had the lament configuration. They didn't know it, but they're making this choice. So it's it's a cool retcon that kind of works within the context of the it movies does, yeah. we've already seen, despite this being a reboot mm-hmm. and not technically connected to it. So yeah, and then this one was very much more the there was a lot of exposition in the later parts of this movie, which I I didn't quite like mm-hmm. that as much. Where it's like, oh yes, this guy Riley or not Riley, the Ryan Roland, yeah, but the the boyfriend. It's Trevor's the boyfriend, but the, his benefactor Roland is is the one who's like, oh yeah, sat down in this room and and literally just wrote everything the out. Strings, yeah. And he's like, here's all the configurations. Here's what their god looks like. Yeah. Here's all the steps you need to do. So if that that scene hadn't happened, we wouldn't get anything in the movie happening, right? Because she wouldn't need mm-hmm. 
she didn't figure any of out on her own. It was all told to her, which, you know, yeah. it's, it's complicated and it mm-hmm. doesn't make any logical sense. So that's fair that she would need that kind of help. Yeah, that's that's the thing with this is that it's the lore is complicated enough that it would require <laughs> um, multiple movies to 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 have um, have it be satisfying. But the content itself is doesn't it, it the repeat viewings yeah. of it will get old. Yeah, I think so. You know? It's not so complicated so. that we couldn't figure it out, but it is. They don't start figuring anything yeah. out until. 20 minutes left in the movie, I don't think, or 30 minutes left. So the whole, the whole third act, the whole exposition jump, I get it, but it's, Mm -hmm. it still kind of sucks. But yeah, there, there are still faults with this movie. Like some of the acting is kind of bad, but it's. Yeah. Overall, like it is still a Hellraiser movie, so it's not the greatest thing in the world, but as a Hellraiser movie, I did think it was one of the better ones. I liked the lore. Um, I liked how the box became, Mm. I like how the box actually moved. <laughs> and, well, yeah, so it looked so cool, like all the little intricate like configurations that it was making. But also it became a weapon mm-hmm. and it was like, it was scary because if you're holding the box, there's a chance that you can get stabbed with it. And if you're stabbed with it, you're marked for mm-hmm. eternal damnation. <laughs> like Marked for death. Yeah, it wasn't even death. Yeah. It was like you're marked to be tortured forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't matter who gets hit with the, the mark. That... That I found was interesting mm. that they could stab a Cenobite and make that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you just try and stab all the Cenobites then? Like, well, because I, well, yeah, like, that's that was the whole plan at the end. It's like, oh, tried. Just, let's just stab well, other Cenobites. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's, so. I like that addition to that where like it, they're not above their own laws, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like that. Yeah, it was. I liked the use of having the main character be a drug addict. So every mm-hmm. choice that Riley made, like it, it starts out as selfish, and then she's trying to be a good person as much as she can. But mm-hmm. then you see her make these slips, and even at the end, when she chooses life instead of bringing her brother back because she knows that it's some sort of trick. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing with all of these different configurations. One of them is resurrection, but it's been hinted at by the Cenobites that. If they make a choice, mm. it's most likely going to be some twisted Cenobite version of that choice. Exactly. With pleasure comes pain. Exactly. And we see that with Roland where he asked for, I think he asked for power and then had the the machine. He asked, I think he asked for pleasure. So then. Oh, uh, and can, then, but for them, pleasure is pain. So. Exactly. Yeah. So then yeah, he was so like, no, this was not, this is what I meant. They're like, oh, the, we're sorry. Would you like a refund? Yeah. <laughs> And like, we don't do refunds. We only do exchanges. Like, okay, can I pick something else? Yeah. And then he chooses power yeah, and becomes and a Cenobite, which I is think you can, so. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad um, I'm glad they have a return policies, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice that they, they stand beside their products. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, yeah. I enjoyed that the Hell Priest was very much like, you know, very flat and like not reacting to, mm-hmm. to stuff around them, but was definitely curious about the humans every time they made a choice you could kind of see her just like like flick her head a little to the side and be like hmm interesting wonder why they chose that configuration or Mm -hmm. yeah you could tell that they're they're following these rules and these otherworldly presences but they're still curious and like interested in what people will do with the box yeah 
Cause like uh, they are numb to every type of, again, pain and pleasure that's been inflicted on them, but they're not emotionless. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I enjoyed that. So, yeah, I, I just want to go to like a museum where they have all the like costumes and stuff just so I can like look really at it look real at them, close. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. They're so intricate and so cool, but it's, I can't appreciate it in two you hours. Don't, you don't know? really get none, like no close-ups or no like real mm-hmm. good looks at them. They are still to the shadows of all these movies and they're, they usually don't come out till the end and it's just like fleeting shots. So, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, all in all, it was enjoyable. Good shit. I didn't, I didn't really like the mansion that they were in. I thought that was kind of too convenient, but <laughs> Ooh, it's a puzzle box. Shut up. They can disappear at will. Like, you can't trap them. They, we literally what is this, 13 ghosts? Of, Fuck. Yeah, we see them come out of nowhere all the time. Yeah. At least they didn't have that weird, like, 80s lightning flash thing. That they, did, but <laughs> the, uh, they can literally open doorways anywhere. So mm-hmm. the fact that he's like, I built a cage. I've trapped the Cenobites. It's like, I don't think so. <laughs> for, for convenience of plot, it worked out. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all in all, good shit. Yeah, seven I'd give this like seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Same here. Yeah, that that works for me. I don't care. It's, cool. I, I hate number scales, but if people need that, then there it is. <laughs> we're, we're both in agreement, which I honestly thought we were gonna have different opinions on it, but I thought so too. Yeah, yeah, anyway, uh, just vibing. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to agree once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. That's why I'm cho- trying to choose like good movies for the next little bit so that we yeah. can like, repair the damage that has been done by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Uh, yeah, hopefully, we'll be talking about Goodnight Mommy soon. <laughs> and then- yes. Or we'll have more review videos because there is so much coming out in October that we need to get on it. Yeah. Like- We'll just need to watch. There's so much fun stuff. Chucky started up. We got Halloween Ends. We got Barbarian. We got Smile. We got Black Phones finally out on like VODs. We can watch it. Oh my God. Yeah. Bodies, bodies, bodies. And there's so many. (laughs) Too many. Kicking ass right now for the amount of horror that's come out. And I'm very down for it. Cool. All right. So you can uh, reach out to us. Uh, an email at hdpod666 at gmail.com. Send us uh, what you guys thought about the new Hellraiser or the whole series. Tell us how bad it was or tell us how great it was. And uh, you can Do also you reach think out. This one's going to get a sequel. Yeah. Maybe. I wouldn't be upset. Um, you can also reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at hdpod666. And yeah, that's it. That is it. That's what we do. You've mm-hmm. done your job. We've done ours. <laughs> I've been Eric. You've been Callan. We've been hoarders. Bye.